Listeners and welcome to yet another episode of the Nigeria Football Weekly Podcast with me, your host Oloke. Today is episode twenty-nine, and as usual, we're back to our regular, our regular schedule of going through the best performers in all the top leagues in Europe, as well as any Super Eagles news. So, without any further ado, starting with the Premier League as usual, our boys at Leicester, Kelechi Anacho, Wilfred Ndidi, and Ademola Lukman. Their last game prior to the last episode, they drew two-two on Thursday at home to Napoli. Um, Kelechi Anacho and Wilfred Ndidi both started the game, although Wilfred Ndidi got sent off in this game um, for a second bookable offence at the end of the match. Kelechi Anacho also got an assist for the second goal that Leicester City scored. Um, Lukman played the last 20 minutes in this game and more positively as well, Victor Sime was responsible for the two goals that Napoli scored in this game to bring the game back to 2-2. And then over the weekend, Leicester were very, very unlucky to lose 2-1 to Brighton away on, on Sunday. Um, how, this is because they had two goals disallowed for what you'd call a minor offside um, from corner kicks. So when Didi had a goal cancelled out and Ademola Lukman had a goal cancelled out. Um, this is because Javi Barnes was standing in an offside position during the corner kicks and he was blocking the line of sight of Victor Sanchez, Robert Sanchez in goal for Brighton. So based on the laws of offside, if you're impending if you're impending the view of the goalkeeper in any way, that means they could count as an offside. Although Ndidi's one was really, really unlucky because there's nothing the goalkeeper would have been able to do about Ndidi's header to equalize. So you could say Brighton are getting the luck that they did not get throughout last season. So they ended up winning 2-1 and they've now won four of their first five games to sit fourth in the table. Um Danny Welbeck scored in that game. Neil Morpé scored a penalty. And Jamie Vardy got the consolation goal for Leicester City. Um, but they've got bigger fish to fry going forward. And they could just look past their loss on Wednesday, on Sunday, even though they've started the league really terribly. Their next game is a League Cup game away to Millwall on Wednesday night. We're recording this podcast on Monday night, by the way. And then in the Premier League on Saturday, they will be at home to Burnley. So hopefully we'll see Kelechi start the game and hopefully maybe Bernard Rodgers will finally move back to the formation that we saw um, do really, really well for Leicester towards the end of last season with Kelechi and Vardy playing up top together. And then moving on to Alex Iwobi at Everton. He started on Saturday and played 80 minutes as Everton lost 3-0 away to Aston Villa. To be fair to Iwobi, he played decently well. Um, it was just a tough day all around for Everton. They kind of got, just got blitzed. Aston Villa scored three goals in the space of like, I don't know, maybe it was like 10 minutes or something like that. Um, and also Leon Bailey was incredible. He had a 20-minute cameo before he had to go off injured. Next up, Everton, they also play in the League Cup, um, but their game is on Tuesday away to Queen's Park Rangers. And then on Saturday, they play Norwich City in the Premier League. So hopefully they can get back to winning ways because they've started the season brilliantly as well, to be fair to them. Um, our Watford boys, it was a very, very good weekend for Emmanuel Dennis, Trustekong and Etebo. They beat Norwich City 3-1 away on Saturday. 
with Emmanuel Dennis scoring a fantastic header and he had his backflip celebration to go with it as well. Um, Ismail Assar scored two great goals in that game. Um, Emmanuel Dennis and Ismail Assar, they've quickly struck up quite um, a partnership. Like they clearly understand each other on the pitch. Um, and it was just great to see Emmanuel Dennis get on the score sheet. So he's officially scored Watford's first goal at home and Watford's first goal away in a new season. Um, Chustekong started the game as you'd expect. Um, but in this game, Etebo came off the bench, um, replacing Musa Soko for the final eight minutes of this game. Next up for them, they also have a League Cup fixture on Tuesday at home to Stoke City. So hopefully Etebo will come back into the starting lineup. And then they play Newcastle at home on Saturday. So you'd like to think that, I mean, with the form they've had, they could hopefully make it three wins from six in that game against Newcastle. Because Newcastle's defence is nothing to write them about by any stretch of the imagination. And then finally, in terms of Premier League players, Franco Yeka's Brentford, they beat Wolves in a very, very impressive 2-0 win away. Um, it was their first away win in the Premier League. It was in the early lunchtime kickoff on Saturday. And Ivan Tony just looked incredible, man. He was unplayable. He scored a penalty and also assisted Mbuemo, who scored the second goal for Brentford. In terms of Onyeka starting, he didn't start this game. He came on for the last 22 minutes. But I like to think that we can expect to see him back in the starting lineup relatively soon, considering how well he started his Premier League career. They're also in action in the League Cup, but they've got a very easy tie against Oldham on Tuesday night at home. And then there's a big one against Liverpool on Saturday. Um, I've got Ivan Tony in my fancy team, so I'm hoping, even if Liverpool win the game, I'm hoping he could at least score one or two goals in that game as well. And then in the Championship, um, Semi Ajayi started both games for West Bromwich um, over the, since last episode of the podcast, although they drew both of those games. So they drew new new last week, Tuesday, against Derby County at home. And then on Saturday, they drew 1-1 away to Preston North End. Um, next up for them, they play Queen's Park Rangers on Friday. Um, so hopefully they can get back to winning ways as they chase promotion. And then two players I wanted to highlight that I haven't touched on so far on, in this season. Um, Tom Dele Bashiru and Ovi Ejaria at Reading. Tom Dele Bashiru is a Nigeria on the 20 international. And Ovi Ejaria is someone who the NFF has mentioned is in the process of changing, changing his papers to play for Nigeria. So they're both on the radar, and especially Tom Dele Bashiru, he's quite highly rated. He's on loan from Watford Football Club, um, and he's had a very torrid time with injuries um, over the past two seasons. Um, so it's good to see him back playing games. In terms of their last two games, they beat Peterborough 3-1 away last week, Tuesday, um, with Tom Dele Bashiru scoring twice. Actually, that was a home game, forgive me. Um, Tom Dele Bashiru scored twice, which was lovely to see. Um, and then on Saturday, they beat Fulham impressively 2-1 away with Ovia Jara scoring both of those goals. So I thought it was worth highlighting over this week. Um, and next up for them, they're in action at home against Middlesbrough on Saturday. So we wish them all the best in their push for promotion. Although Reading, I mean, Reading haven't been in the Premier League since they came back in, was it 2008? Um, so it's going to be very, very difficult. But as long as they continue to flourish, I mean, that's good omens in terms of the Super Eagles. And then in terms of my star boy of the week, Victor Sime. Victor Sime was in action in the Europa League on Saturday. Um, I mean, on Thursday, sorry. As I already mentioned, they played against Leicester, um, where Sime was unplayable. Honestly, he could, even score, he could have even scored more goals. But he scored two absolutely brilliant goals 
the first one, he towed the ball over the goalkeeper, and it was just sheer grit to get that goal in. And then the second goal, which was the equalizer, his leap was so high, and you could just tell he had the determination to head that ball over Chagla Soyonchu, um, which he did brilliantly to draw the game. I think there was only like maybe three or four minutes left in the game as well. So um, Napoli were able to snatch a draw away to Leicester in the Europa League group. And then earlier tonight on Monday, um, he scored his first Serie A goal of the season. So Lorenzo Insigne achieved the goalkeeper, but Osime had to pretty much tow the ball into the net just to prevent the Udinese defender from clearing the ball. Um, and Napoli beat Udinese 4-0 away. Um, so very, very impressive start to the season for Napoli. And it's good to see Osime finally get his first three goals of the season in club football. At the moment, Napoli have now won four games from four. So they top Serie A quite easily, um, 12 points. And it's looking very, very good. Still a long season ahead, but you can only beat who's in front of you. And they finally beat Juventus as well in one of those four games. Next up for them, Serie A, they'll be in action in midweek in Serie A. They play Sampdoria away on Thursday. And then they play Cagliari at home on Sunday. So hopefully Osime could continue his very, very impressive form. And then moving on to David Okereke and Taranibui at Venezia. Um, Okereke started the game and played 60 minutes as they disappointedly lost 2-1 at home to Spezia. Spezia, a fellow promoted team. Um, so that was very, very disappointing. This is on Sunday. Taranibui, he was on the bench. Uh, he didn't get off at all. Uh, but next up for them, they've got a very, very tough tie against AC Milan away on Wednesday. AC Milan have also started the season very, very well in Serie A. And then they play Ola Inos Torino at home on Monday. So you could pretty much, you could say Venezia are in a relegation battle, to be fair. But as long as Okere can Ibuhi shine, I mean, I'm fine with that. Speaking of Ola Inos on Torino, uh, he started again for Torino as they beat Sassuolo 1-0 away on Friday. So they've now recorded back-to-back -back wins and they sit, I think, in 10th place in Serie A. Next up for them, they play Lazio at home on Thursday. Lazio have started impressively well as well. And then they play Venezia away on Monday. So they'll be playing against Okereke, as I just mentioned. So that would be nice to see our Nigerian boys come up against each other. And then at Salernitana, who I previously mentioned are the worst team in Syria, um, Simino Akwa and Joe Lobi um, both came off the bench on Saturday as they lost 1-0 at home to Atalanta. Um, they've now lost all four of their Syria games. So it's, it's already an uphill battle for them to stay in the division. Uh, but next up for them, they play Verona at home on Wednesday. Um, that's going to be a tough tie because Verona just beat Roma 3-2 on Sunday. Um, and then they play Sassuolo away on, on, in this, on this following Sunday. So safe to say it's going to be very, very difficult to see Salentana picking up a win from any of those games. But to be fair, they should start singing Arco. You don't score 20 Serie A goals in the previous season for you to then be on the bench for a team that's not that great the next season. So that's what I want to see from Salernitana. Kingsley Michael, he still wasn't in the squad for Bologna. I'm not sure why, um, but they got absolutely battered by Inter Milan 6-1 away on Saturday. So not good by any measure. Um, but their next game is a home game against Genoa uh, on Tuesday. And then on Sunday, they're away to Empoli. So hopefully I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out because I want to see Kingsley Michael back in their squad. I'm not sure why he's not there at the moment. Uh, maybe he's got COVID or if he's just injured, but we'll see. And then Isaac Success at Udinese. Unfortunately, he's back to what happens to him. The, I mean, to what happens to what has happened to his career so far the most. He's injured. 
So we'll see when next his success is fit to play against Udinese. Um, because he didn't he, he wasn't in the squad as they got battered by Napoli. And then moving on to the Bundesliga, Tawa Woni, he started both games since the last episode of the podcast. Um, although Union Berlin have lost their last two games. So in the Euro- UEFA Conference League, they lost 3-1 to Slavia Prague away on Thursday. And then on Sunday, they lost 4-2 to Dortmund as Erling Haaland scored another brace. And his second goal was absolutely incredible. He loved the goalkeeper from like just outside the penalty box, man. Haaland is the truth. I mean, we already know that, but it's just crazy to see how he's just a machine. Um, but next up for Tawa Wani, hopefully he can get back to goal scoring ways on Saturday as they play Armenia Bielefeld. Um, so that's a much more, I guess, an easier tie for Union Berlin compared to facing Dortmund away. And then Kevin Akboguma at Hoffenheim, he was back in the squad where he was on the bench as they drew nil-nil to Armenia Bielefeld, who I just spoke about. Um, they Hoffenheim were the away team on Saturday, though. Um, but it doesn't get any easier for them because their next game is at home to Wolfsburg, who have won four and drawn one of their games against Wolfsburg. Um, just in terms of additional information or for any trivia, Wolfsburg are actually managed by Mark Van Bommel now. So I'm sure you'll all remember Mark Van, Vom- Van-, Mark Van Bommel, um, the fuck- <laughs> tough tackling midfielder for the Dutch national team. Him and De Jong were like, I don't know, they were just warriors ready to chop down people on the pitch whenever they play for the Netherlands. Um, but we wish Agboguma well. Hopefully we see him get back into the starting lineup. And then moving on, Dix Nabiama, who plays for Greater Firth. Uh, he came on for the final 26 minutes as they lost yet again, this time 2-1 away to Hertha Berlin. So they've still got one point from all their games so far. And it doesn't get any easier because on Friday they play Bayern Munich. So you can say that's already an automatic L. But hopefully Abiyama makes a good account of himself in this game. And then finally, Kingsley Hizeboe at Cologne. He played 22 minutes as Cologne drew 1-1 at home to Leipzig on Saturday. Next up for them, they play Frankfurt away over the weekend. So we wish him all the best. And hopefully he can break back into the starting lineup. Moving on to League 1. In positive news, Moses Simon continues to create so many goals for for his team. Uh, He got two assists on Sunday in a 4-1 win away to Angers. So at the moment, Moses Simon is actually the top assist um, player in the whole of Liga. He's got five assists for the season and the nearest to him has got three. So we wish him all the best. He still hasn't scored for the season though, but his primary job for his team is to create. And boy, is he doing that very, very well. Next up for Nantes, there's also Liga action in midweek. So on Wednesday, they're at home against Brest. So we'd like to think that they could kick on and push on from that victory away to Angers. And then they play Reem away on Sunday. Um, so hopefully he could get a few more assists and maybe open his account for the season in terms of goals. And then moving on to Terramofi at Lorient. He started and played 70 minutes in a new new draw against Reem away on Sunday. Um, so um, we hope he could get back into goal-scoring ways in their next set of games, which are not easy by any stretch of the imagination. So on Wednesday, Lorient hosts Nice, who are one of the best teams in the league, as I previously mentioned. And then on Saturday, they go away to Lyon. Uh, Lyon were really, really impressive against PSG. You could argue they were very, very unlucky to lose that game 2-1, especially because Neymar got a very, very dodgy penalty. And then they conceded a last-minute winner from Mauro Icardi. Uh, So yeah, we wish Murphy all the best. And then Samuel Kalu, finally, in terms of league on players, he was on the bench for Bordeaux's 2-1 win away to Saint-Étienne on Saturday. 
Um, that was quite impressive considering how shocking Bordeaux were last season. Um, and next up for them, they also play on Wednesday in Ligue 1, away to Montpellier. And then they play Rennes at home on Sunday. So let's see if um, Samuel Kalu could get off the bench or even start the game. And then in La Liga, still not good news for Samuel Chukweze. He's still injured. Um, looks like a really long-term injury. I mean, hopefully it's not that long-term, but he's yet to play this season for Villarreal. Um, and the more Buladia and Anar Janjuma continue to impress, uh, I'm just hoping he doesn't fall by the side in terms of the thinking of Unai Emery, because Unai Emery wasn't really starting him in a lot of games last season, which was already worrying. Um, but they drew Nuno away to Mallorca. Um, and that's it in terms of La Liga players right now. La Liga is the one league where we don't have that many Super Eagles players at the moment. Speaking of the Spanish second division, though, we've got Kenneth Romero at Leganes. So he was back in the starting lineup as they beat a team called Amore Bieta, um, 1-0 at home. And their next game is against Mirandes away on Sunday. Um, so that's it in terms of the top five leagues. Um, and, I mean, still a few impressive performances, particularly from Moses Simon. And of course, Victor Osime, uh, most impressively, uh, which is good to see. You are now listening to the Nigeria Football Weekly Podcast. And then moving swiftly on to the non-top five leagues, uh, starting with the Portuguese division. Um, finally, I saw Zedu Sanusi start a game again for Porto, which was exciting to see. Uh, so he actually came back into the starting lineup for Porto in their Champions League game uh, away to Atletico Madrid on Monday, on Wednesday. Uh, although he only played the first half, he got taken off for Wendell, who they signed from Bayer Leverkusen to become their starting um, left back. Um, but the fact that the manager was able to trust him enough to start him against Atletico Madrid lets me know that all is not over for him in terms of his career at Porto. However, in the weekend, they played a team called Morier Rense and they beat them 5-0. And Zedu Sanusi was back on the bench. He did not play a single minute. Um, so we'll keep you posted on what that situation is um, as they get on. Next up for them, they played Gio Vicente on Friday night. So hopefully we can see Sanusi get some minutes in his legs. And then also in the, in the Primera Liga, Marcos Abraham, who signed for Portimonense, he was on the bench in their 2-1 win on Friday at home to Santa Clara. So he's yet to make his debut for them. Um, but they've got a game against Vizela, who were also promoted on to the league this season. Um, and they play them at home on Sunday. So hopefully we'll see Marcus Abraham finally make his debut for Portimonense and play in the Portuguese top flight. And then moving on to the Dutch Eredivisie, Super Eagles number one, Maruka Okoye. His team, Sparta Rotterdam, drew 1-1 at home to Neck. Um, on Friday, uh, he made three saves himself and was generally impressive from what I read. Um, but next up for them, they play PEC's wall away on Wednesday. Dutch Redivisie is also in action on Wednesday. And then they play Camber at home on Sunday. Um, so we'll see how they get on in that one. And then in positive news, Cyril Dezas, he moved to Feyenoord on loan for this season. Uh, he initially came on for the final 14 minutes of the UEFA Conference League game on Tuesday against Maccabi Haifa, which ended 0-0. But Feyenoord somehow beat PSV Eindhoven 4-0 away on Sunday. That is an absolutely incredible result. Cyril Dezas came on in the 83rd minute and managed to score his first goal of the season. Uh, so he, he rounded off the route 
scoring in stoppage time. So very, very happy to see that for him. We know that he's thrived in the Eredivisie before, so hopefully he could just kick on and push on um, as the season goes further. And then moving on to the Belgian league, Polonwachu is still the man. He now has six goals for the season already. Um, he scored a last-minute winner in the Europa League on Thursday for Genk as they beat Rapid win in Austria away. And then on Sunday, he came on for the final 30 minutes because Ike uh, Ubo started the game. But Onwachu came on for Ike Ubo for the final 30 minutes as they were chasing a, a goal because they were down 1-0. And lo and behold, what does Onwachu do? He scored the winning goal in the eighth third minutes. So, I mean, what, what else There's what else is there to say about Onwachu after being the Belgian league player the season last year? Hopefully, he continues to flourish. Um, next up for them, they also have a league game in midweek. So they play Royal Antwerp away on Wednesday against Alassane Yusuf. And then they play RFC Serange at home on Sunday. Speaking of Alassane Yusuf at Royal Antwerp, he's been injured for their last two games. Um, so we'll see if he makes an appearance in the game against Genk on Wednesday or if he's still injured. Or if he ends up playing in their Sunday league game against Union St. Galus. So, um, I mean, we wish him a speedy recovery because he started the season really, really well. And then moving on to the Scottish Premiership and our Rangers boys, Joaribo and Leon Balogu started in the Europa League as well on Thursday. Unfortunately, they lost 2-0 to Leon. I mean, there's no real shame because Leon are one of the better teams in Europe. Um, but then in their league game on Sunday, they started a little bit. They drew 1-1 at home to Motherwell, with Joaribo being the only Nigerian player who started, although he did get the assist for their goal. Um, assisting junior, I think, Sakala. I think he's he might be Zambian. Um, Zambian striker or Zimbabwean. I'm not sure. But next up for them anyway, they've got a Scottish League Cup game on Wednesday against Livingston at home. And then they play Dundee away on Saturday. So hopefully we'll see them both get a run out or, and also see Calvin Bassi back in the lineup. Fingers crossed. Moving on to the Turkish League. Subego's captain Ahmed Musa started in a 4-3 win on Friday as um, Fatih Karagumruk beat Yeni Matalespor. Or Malatyaspo, sorry. Um, what a crazy game. He didn't get a goal or, or an assist, but it looks like he had a generally good game in that game. Next up for them, they're also in midweek action in the league. So on Tuesday, they, they're at home to Ataliaspor, and then they play Sivaspor away on Saturday. So Sivaspor, the team in Turkey, they've got Olari Wajukayode, Okechuko Azubike, and Leke James. So that'll be a good game to cover. And then Chizewe Awaziem, who's now in the Turkish league for Alanya Spur. I mean, he, it seems like Chizewe Awaziem has been the missing piece because he started yet again and they got a superb result as they beat Galatasaray 1-0 away on Sunday. So two wins from two since Awaziem's moved over there. Um, and next up for them, they also have a midweek fixture against Kasim Pasa at home on Thursday. And then they play Trabzon Sport away on Monday, which is Anthony Nwakayeme's team. Speaking of Anthony Nwakayeme, Trabzonspor currently top of joint top of the Turkish league alongside Besiktas. He got an assist of, over the weekend as they beat Kasimbasa 1-0 away on Saturday. Next up for them, they're in action against Konyaspor on Thursday. And then they play Alanyaspor at home on Monday, which is Awaziem's team. And then finally, in terms of the Turkish league roundup, Bright Osai Samuel Afanabache. Um, his club drew 1-1 away to Eintracht Frankfurt on Thursday in the Europa League. We've got quite a lot of Nigerian players in the Europa League, you know. Um, but in the league, they lost 2-0 to Istanbul Basakşehir, 
who were previous champions, not last season, but the season before. But they've been absolutely terrible in the league so far. Um, so it's a bit surprised to see them lose to Istanbul Basketball. Um, but yeah, they get redemption straight away. So on Thursday, they're at home to Gerasonspor. And then they play Hataspor away on Sunday. And then just in terms of the final three leagues in the Russian league, Chidoraj CSK Moscow won earlier tonight uh, against Spartak Moscow. So big Moscow derby win. Um, and although both teams have been a bit wayward in terms of their start to the Russian league, Zenit St. Petersburg have quite a healthy lead over all of these teams. Um, but they're in action on Thursday in the Russian Cup, away to another Zenit team called Zenit Ishevk. Um, and then on Monday, they're away to Nizhny Novgorod. So hopefully Educa can get back into the goal column or get himself an assist. And in the Greek league, Heriakou has finally forced his way into the starting lineup for Olympiakos. So he started their two previous games. In the Europa League, he played 81 minutes in a 2-1 win at home to Royal Antwerp on Thursday. And then in the league, they beat Lamia away 2-1 um, with Henry Ekuru also starting that game, although he got subbed in both of those fixtures. Next up for them, they're at home against Apollon Smyrnis on Wednesday. And then on Sunday, they play Asteras Tripolis. So you'd expect Olympiacos to beat these teams because they generally tend to dominate the Greek league anyway. And then moving on to the Swedish league, Innocent Bonke, uh, it was not the happiest debut for him against Juventus, even though he did play well. They lost 3-0 at home to Juve, um, so not good. Um, and in the league, they've been stuttering. So after they drew their previous game before this weekend, they also drew again at home to Joe Garden on Saturday. Um, but they also have a league game this midweek. So they play Ellsberg away on Wednesday. And then on Saturday, they're at home to a team called Orebro. Uh, and then finally, in terms of the European leagues, in Cyprus, Abdullah Sheo, Atiemwen, EIE Believe, and Francis Zoho all play for Omonia and Nicosia, who are the Cypriot champions. Uzoho has been on the bench for all their past two games, so he's clearly their backup goalkeeper at the moment. They drew nil-nil to a team called Kairat away in the UEFA Conference League on Thursday. And then they beat Doxa 2-1 at home earlier tonight in the league with EIE Atimwen starting both of those games and Abdullah Sheu coming off the bench for both of those games. It's a bit weird because Abdullah Sheu has been a regular starter for them. So I don't know if he's finally lost his place or maybe it's an injury issue. Um, but we'll keep you guys posted um, on that one. But next up for them, they play Paphos FC at home on Sunday. And that's it in terms of the European League roundups. In terms of CAF Champions League qualifiers involving Nigeria players, I mean teams, Aqua United, um, having won their first leg 1-0 to Algerian side, Sierra Belouzdad, unfortunately lost the second leg away 2-0. So they've now bowed out of the CAF Champions League qualifiers. Um, however, Rivers United, um, things went a lot more smoothly for them. So they initially won their first leg 1-0 against Young Africans of Tanzania. And they followed that up with yet another 1-0 win. Um, to progress to the second round of qualifiers where they'll play Al-Hilal of Sudan. Um, although these games are not taking place until the 15th of October. Um, in terms of Starboy of the Week, I mean, it could only be the one and only Victor Osime, our Super Eagles number nine. You know, big hope of the nation, big hope of the national team, uh, big hope of Napoli, you know, or Naples, the whole city. So, you know, I think as long as he stays fit and continues on this vein of form, 
we could see Osimhen probably get 25 goals all competitions easily. Although I like to see Napoli play more to his strength, so try to play him in behind a bit more often. Sometimes it feels like the wingers are trying to do too much, so to speak. But yeah, that's it in terms of our roundup of our players and kudos to Victor Osimhen. In Super Eagles or Falcons news, I just wanted to touch on the Super Falcons. So they've been playing. It's been the international window for the women. Um, they've been taking. They've been participating in the Aisha Buhari Cup, which is taking place in Lagos at the Oniko Stadium. Um, FIFA president Gianni Infantino was in attendance on Wednesday as the Super Falcons beat Mali 2-0. Um, and honestly, guys, I was pleasantly surprised to see the women have their names on the back of their jerseys. So this lets me know that if people want to do the right thing, they could definitely do it. Why are they just doing it? Because they knew Infantino was going to be in attendance. And hopefully this could be the catalyst for change that we would love to see in terms of, you know, just getting those little administrative things right that don't take too much to do. Um, and it was nice to see them play on a very, very good pitch. Anyway, um, the tournament ends tomorrow with Nigeria facing off against South Africa. Um, the Banyana, Banyana, Banyana. So one of the tougher opponents we could face in terms of um, the African um, scene. Um, but the Super Falcons are probably still the best team in Africa. So hopefully they do the needful in that game and that would help them rise up in the ranks. It's also a tune-up for the World Cup qualifiers for the women's game. Although CAF have pretty much checked the women because they've somehow decided to do a regional qualifier, which is just a disgrace. Nigeria and Ghana are probably one of the two or three best teams in Africa. And they have Nigeria and Ghana facing each other um, with the winner progressing. So tell me how that makes sense. But yeah, shout out Super Falcons. And hopefully they can get the win against South Africa tomorrow. Finally, in terms of the ones to watch um, for the weekend or the week, Victor Osime away to Sampdoria on Thursday and then Cagliari at home on Sunday. Hopefully he could continue his rich scoring um, form. Kelechi Nacho, I'm hoping that he would start at home against Burnley on Saturday. I'd expect him to start um, in the League Cup game either way, but I care more about the Prem in terms of his situation. Taiwa Wuni is at home to Armenia, Billyfield on the weekend, so hopefully he could score as well. Taran Murphy is up against Nice on Wednesday and then Leon away on Saturday, so hopefully he could also get on the score sheet. And then finally, Polo Nwachu up against Royal Antwerp away on Wednesday and then RFC Sarang at home on Sunday. So we'll be watching out for all our strikers and, our, you know, I mean, they're pretty much on number nine. So it'll be good to see how they all perform over the coming week. So that's it in terms of this episode of the podcast. Please make sure you subscribe and spread the word. Um, it will also be up on YouTube as usual now. Uh, please remember to follow us on our social media channels at NFW underscore POD on Twitter or Nigeria Football Weekly on Instagram or Facebook. Or you can even email us at NigeriaFootballWeekly at gmail.com. I appreciate every single listener. Thanks for listening to yet another episode. And until we meet again, peace out and have a good one.